the blast from our past network. Talking Back. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Talking Back, the podcast where we like to chat about past achievements in movies, comics, video games, and more. I'm your host, Tim, and this week it's a video game episode. And it's a video game that we are completely obsessed with, and it's called Retro Bowl. Dean, welcome. Hey, Tim. Uh, we can't stop playing this game. I can't. It's it's actually a problem. Like, I'm staying up till 2, 2.30 in the morning, multiple nights in a row, just because I can't put it down, because I'm just loving it, having so much fun. Uh-huh. I love it. <laughs> Me too, man. I've Tim. Me too. I've played. When did you introduce this game to me? When did we play this game? Like two weeks ago. Well, Dean, you came over. Um, yeah, you came over. You came over recently. Yeah. And we recorded an episode for our friends on on Patreon. We did. Yeah. We, we recorded uh, Top Gun Maverick for them. Fun episode. Everybody check that mm-hmm. out. And yep. then we just played Retro Bowl all night. All night long. It was my introduction. I mean, it was it was me in, intro, introducing you to the game. Yeah. I had already been obsessed and ad- addicted to it for a while. Um so, but yeah, that was that was not a very long time ago. So what do you what are you wanting to say? You're saying you haven't done anything else but that since then. Exactly. So I couldn't stop thinking about it like I live a little far away from you. I couldn't stop thinking about it on the drive home. All I was thinking about was Retro Bowl. It was this game we played all night long. And then I explained it to my wife when I got home. I was just like, this is what we did all night. And it was so much fun. And I just, I was like, I have to get it for myself. I have to buy this game for myself. And then from that moment on, just constantly playing it. And like, I sometimes I fired it up at like 11 at night. That's a bad idea. I'm just playing till 2, 2.30 in the morning. It's a bad idea. I, Tim, I went to check how many games I've played just right before this podcast since we since we played our, our game I, I you can check how many games you've played and I've played 194 games so how, how many seasons is that uh 10 okay then my number eclipses you greatly oh for sure oh barely no greatly oh greatly yeah yeah, yeah. for sure yeah um okay so this is like this is like the Infernax syndrome. Now, do you understand how yeah. I how I felt with Infernax? <laughs> I get it now. Where I had to, yeah, like I, I had to cut myself off from playing that game. I played yeah. it too much. Yeah. That's what's happening here with Retro Bowl as well. Um, I'm a big NFL fan, go Dolphins, but I rarely play football games because yeah. I don't find them fun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My favorite football. Yeah, go ahead. I'm kind of opposite because I play a lot of like that's kind of almost all I would play. I would play like 
I play Zelda games and football games. That was kind of really, like eh? my thing. I just I, I love football games. Yeah, absolutely love them. Um, Madden. I was just big Madden player. Like that was the game that I played online. Um, like against people when that was a new thing. When going online and playing against people is a new thing. I was like in like Madden 08 or something like that. I was like top five ranked. Um, I just loved it. I, I love football games. Okay, so I never really got into the Maddens. I just like I felt like there was too much. Hmm. Too much not fun stuff happening. Like the, For the, sure, the yeah. fun stuff was kind of few and far between compared to a game like let's say NFL Blitz, which is like oh, just yeah. hot, Blitz is hot action. Great. Yeah. Great game. My favorite football game, uh Joe Montana football for the Sega Genesis. That's just hot action. Uh welcome to Joe Montana football. I, yeah. Yeah. Love it. Welcome. Thank you for welcoming me. I'm yeah. I'm <laughs> great very game. Happy great to great be start here. game. I'm ha- yeah. so happy to be here. But <laughs> Uh, yeah, Madden, too much going on. Like, how do you There's a lot pick going a play? Yeah. How do you change change a player? What do you, too many, too many interfaces, too many options, yeah. too many, um, like, cut animations. It doesn't have this, like, it doesn't have the feel of a really quick, tight, uh, paced game. And that's, that's totally fine because I know the allure with Madden is, like, when you can really get into it and you're really, like building a team and there's a lot of stuff that goes into that but that's not the type of football experience i want retro bowl uh welcome to the best of both worlds it's amazing they just they took madden and they made it like almost like nfl blitz style like super easy super simple um not hard to not hard to learn how to play not hard to master a lot of fun very addicting Yes. Now I saw the graphics for the game. Okay. Yeah. And I was like, "Cool! It's a modern day remake of Tecmo Bowl for the NES." You know. Yeah. I often peruse the Nintendo shop looking for games. Maybe something's on sale. Sometimes I'll do the let's look at what's under ten dollars. This came up because it's six dollars and ninety nine cents. Tremendous value amazing value can't find better no and i was like well that looks like a lot of fun i'm just gonna get that wasn't expecting it to be like as good as it was it's such a robust game not just for what you can do on the field but for what you can do off the field it very much is a game where you are the coach like it's a coaching game basically you don't even really do i mean you do you do a lot of the playing but it's more like a coaching version of the playing well, you definitely play. You play a ton, but a ton, but yeah. you also do a lot of managing of the team, which yeah. which is also as much fun as playing the game, playing the actual football game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've found that you can play this game for 10 minutes because I've done mm-hmm. that, and I've played the game for four hours straight. For sure, same. It's like it's that type of game. It's like yeah. whichever you want or, or, or anywhere in between. It's just set up so perfectly um, to be able to do that. It's set up so perfectly in small segments that you'll want to just do a small segment. But also, if you string a bunch of small se- segments together because there's goals you're trying to get to, that's where you can get lost in the four hours. Yeah, definitely. You get lost in the four hours. I also find that you'll get lost in the four hours because there very much is a getting in the zone with this game. Yeah. And oh, yeah. You, you, like... You, 
just being able to be at one with the controls, be at one with the plays. Yes. Yes. Sometimes it's just easier than stopping and coming back tomorrow. It's just easier to play like the last 15 games of the season. <laughs> exactly, Tim. Exactly. <laughs> and if then you, into the playoffs. If you're sitting... If you're sitting there and it's 2.30 in the morning and you just finished playing the whole season because you played the whole season all night and your idea is to now take a break because you want to be fresh for the playoffs tomorrow, wrong, incorrect, worst idea ever to take a break before the playoffs. No, you run right into the playoffs because you are hot. You're you're one with the controller, like you say, one with the controls. You need to be be in it to win it here, and especially for the playoffs. Playoffs are tough. Only an idiot would stop at the playoffs. (laughs) Only an yeah, idiot. Only an idiot. Yeah. You can't do it. You have to keep going. You're in the zone. No. I did it, Tim. I did it once because I was like, okay, it's 2.30 in the morning. I should be fresh. Okay. I should be fresh Wait, for the whoa, playoffs. Whoa, guess who got whoa, bounced yeah, in the yeah, first was, round of the playoffs? I was, was going to ask you to let me guess what happened. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to yeah. say you get knocked out. Because you yeah, come bounced. Because you, you're all proud the next day. You're like, yeah, I'm in the playoffs. Yeah. I'm a good player. Yeah. I'm doing really good. Guess what? You're out of the zone. Yeah. And guess Interception, who's... seven points. Interception, Interception seven, seven points. points. <laughs> 14 nothing. Ten seconds have passed in the game. Shit. <laughs> guess who is in the zone in that case? The, who? The computer. Oh, yeah. They don't need a break. Computer's in they, the zone. Or no, like no. they can have a break and they don't care. They come in hot. Yeah. So They come in hot. Always. Look out. Now, Dean, I did some calculations of, of my own, but I broke mine down into hours. I've yeah. put 70 plus hours into this game. Amazing. This is like a Final Fantasy or a Legend of Zelda. And it's a yeah. little game that you can, a pl- you can game. play a football. You can play the game in 10 minutes. It's just such a fast it's little a- game. But I'm so addicted to playing it. And yeah. it's, it's a testament to this game for how well they can keep you going past the 10-hour mark, past the 20-hour yeah. mark, past the 30-hour hour mark. I'm only now getting to the point where I'm like, I think I might stop because I'm too dominant. Right. Like I'm, I literally yeah. just crush everybody. My team is too powerful. Yeah. I'm too skilled. Uh, it's, it's almost becoming not fun. You know, so the option is there for me to stop with my game, but then always lurking in the back of my mind is like, let's just start with a different team. Let's start again fresh, which I have even done. I even did that. I've, I've got yeah. two different games going on, but um yeah I, I don't know like i said this is reminding me of my addiction to infernax and this podcast is going to be my intervention in a way okay okay I, i'm definitely going to try to dial it back after this because yeah. I've, i put too yeah. much time into this game i have lots of other games i want to play and i can't because i won't stop playing this game so I'm not yep. gonna I'm not gonna cut this game out completely because it's it's different than Infernax. Infernax, once you start it, you're going all the way through to like trying to beat it. This I'll still pick up and play. It's fun to play a couple games, you know, if you have a bit of downtime. So I won't stop doing that. But I won't be like hammering out, you know, fourteen games in a row and staying up till two o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning anymore. I'm I'm done with that. Yeah, so I'm only I'm less than two weeks on the game, so I'm still in the zone to hit it hard. I'm definitely going to be hitting it hard after this. Even, um, I, I, Tim, I just, I just signed with my dream team. So we're, I'm really getting into it now. I'm really getting into it. I've won 10 retro bowls in a row. In a row. (laughs) Okay. And (laughs) I don't think I've lost a game in maybe four seasons. 
It's getting ridiculous. So Tim. it's not even hard anymore. It's like no, nobody to switch even... it up. You need to go to you need to go to a fresh team. Yeah, and I have that already. I'm like three yeah. seasons in with my fresh team, but. You can ride that high again by just uh, going to a team and getting all new players. Well, and the, they all suck. The thing with that is, like, my good team is so good that I'm playing at the highest difficulty level, which is 16. So yeah. when I drop down to the new team, even though my team sucks, the difficulty is only one. So I'm still crushing teams because I'm so good at the game. And yeah, I'm, I'm, like, losing a game here and there, but I'm still, like, I'm too, I'm too good at it. I'm not trying to, like, yeah. be, you know like toot my own own horn here but i've played the game i don't think the game was meant to be played for more than 70 hours i've kind of like maxed out maybe what you, i think the limits of the of the game yeah i think something you need to try it's what i've been doing is you do need to try building up a team because then your difficulty level builds up but then taking a different coaching job because then your it still remains difficult but your team isn't as good so that's where i've really found the most fun for me is when I've just switched to a new team and it's really hard and I really have to like, I have no players that are like that very good and I really have to figure out, use my brain to figure out how to win a game. And uh, that's when I've had the most fun. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, unfortunately, if I do that, then that's another 30 hours for sure I'll put into the game. So hell yeah. <laughs> I can't promise I'll be doing that right now, but hell yeah. I don't know. I can't help myself. This game is just... Yeah. It's so well put together. Like the football gameplay is so good. It's so very tight. Um, the the managing, you know, managing the day to day activities of the team is just. It's a ton of fun. Um, I don't know. It's just everything continues to feel fresh and interesting season after season uh, with this game. Yeah, why the game's set up so perfectly is because um, there's. There's something that you have in the game called coaching credits, which allow you to do things and make your team better and make your, you know, just make a lot of different things better. And there's multiple ways to get the coaching credits. So that's what it's, that's why it's really fun and why you want to always play that next game, because maybe you have something in mind that you're saving up for, that you're saving your coaching credits for, and just getting playing that next game is going to get you some more. So you just want to play that next one. And then, you know, all of a sudden something else will happen in the game and allow you to take an extra coaching credit. You want to take that too. So it's just this, it's this really well-balanced um, system they have set up where you have to kind of collect and spend. Um, and that'll just continue on throughout the game. So that's why I find myself just like, okay, I just need 20 and I'm at like zero. So I just got to keep winning games. If I can just win, you know, like eight games, I'll be there and I'll have enough uh, credits. So then I just want to keep pounding out games and then you'll lose one and you'll be like, oh shit, now I'm, you know, now I'm down one. I got to get, win an extra game now. So it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it, it has a cool structure behind it. It's not just play games, manage team, play games, manage team. It is. It has sort of those credits that you're building up and trying to spend. Well, yeah, the play game manage team is connected in that way. It's connected with these exactly. Credits, yeah, it's connected. So it's it's yeah. good. Uh, we'll get to the coaching credits and all that in a little yeah. bit. But first, Retro Bowl was released uh, in 2020 as a free download for iOS and Android. It was extremely successful, and late in 2021, it became the number one downloaded app on the Apple Store. Whoa. Uh, wow. Number <laughs> one downloaded app? Yeah, on the Apple Store. I get it. <laughs> That's huge. But wow. Uh, Android had over 5 million downloads, and I couldn't okay. find the number for the Apple Store. But on the Apple Store, 
it has close to 900,000 reviews. And that's incredible. So you know the downloads are way wow. higher than that. Wow. And Nine, in wow. 2022, the game was ported to the Nintendo Switch, which is where we found it at yeah. uh, the very low price point that it's at. Now, it's free on the App Store. Um, their version, you can, like, purchase your coaching credits. Like, that's how they're making their money, which makes sense. Ah, uh, okay. And yeah. But the Switch version is a bit more robust than the iPad version. There's a few extra... Okay. Um, like quality of life things that are going on in the Switch version. So the Switch version yeah. is definitely the way to do it. Like pay the pay the seven dollars if you have a Switch. Uh, it's definitely worth yeah. it. Oh yeah. Just think of the amount of hours we put in for seven dollars. It's amazing. It's incredible. It's yeah, absolutely incredible. Now let's well let's do the math. I've done seventy hours. It was seven bucks. I'm getting uh what. Uh, ten ten cents an hour. Yeah, you're paying you're paying a dollar for what ten hours. You're paying a dollar for, for ten, 10 hours. hours of entertainment. Yeah, it's amazing. Wow, you you can't get value like that anymore. No, what kind of entertainment can you get, Tim? What kind of entertainment can you get ten hours for just a dollar? You know what? Our podcast. Zero dollars. Oh, yeah. It's even better value. Hours of entertainment. Hundreds of hours. Hundreds of hours of entertainment. Zero dollars. It's the only thing out there that's better than Retrable. <laughs> okay. Settle down, Dean. <laughs> okay. Uh, this game was developed by New Star Games. They're a British developer who have been around since 2003. Their most popular game is called New Soccer Star which is a role-playing soccer game where you control one player on the team and make decisions about their career and lifestyle along the way. New Star Games focus mainly on soccer, but they also have games based on tennis, hockey, cricket, and, of course, football. That sounds fun. Yeah. I, I mean, I can definitely see how they took their, you know, what made them what they are and yeah. just kind of found a way to bring it to the masses, just simplifying it. Yeah. There is one song in the game. It is titled <laughs> 8-Bit Joy. It, it is 8-Bit so, Joy. <laughs> so adequately named. It was created by Heatley Bros, and they make royalty-free video game music, which is really cool. Very cool. Yeah. Um, this this tune, dude, it just makes me happy when I hear it. Yeah. Like, not only because yeah. it's such a great, like, 8-bit track, but because when I when I hear it, I know that I get to play Retro Bowl for the next 12 hours. Yeah, of course. Yes, it's great. It's excellent. It actually, I have something to say about the song because it the first couple notes are very similar to the opening song in Tangled. So also, my wife and I have just been singing the Tangled song oh, yeah? for hours upon hours because we'll start with Retro Bowl and then we'll just like morph it into Tangled <laughs> singing that song. So nice. if you're out there and you know Tangled and this song, uh, you probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, check out the song on YouTube. Check out um, their, their page, at uh, Heatley Bros. A bunch of great retro music, and they just offer it up to you, you know, to use in your game if you want or use on your whatever. If you want to make a video, they've just got their music there that you're allowed to use with, with just, like, shut, awesome. shutting them out. So it's really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. So as you've probably picked up on, Retro Bowl is an 8-bit-styled American football video game. 
you control the team's offense, but all defensive plays are simulated by the game. Now, Dean, what did you think about this decision in the game to only really play offense? So when you told me about it, because you've told me about the game before I played it, I was thinking like, oh, that can't be as fun. You don't pick the defensive plays. You don't try to defend. Like that's that's uh, half of the game. So half the game is being taken away from you. And what I learned with playing Retro Bowl is uh, that's great because that's the boring half of the game that uh, no one likes. <laughs> so just let them do it for you. Who cares? Who cares if like sometimes... They score and they just tell you they score. Sometimes you get an interception and they tell you. It's like, that's why I say it's kind of like the coaching because you're just like watching your team do something. You're watching your team stop them or watching your team give up a, a touchdown and it really feels like you're the coach in that scenario. You're just like, oh yeah, good stop. You know, oh yeah, great stop, Hyde. That was awesome. Or, ah, oh, shoot, we got a touchdown. Now I got a plan. I got to plan out how we're going to score to tie this game up. So I absolutely love that we don't play defense. That's actually a really good point. I, I hadn't even considered that on defense, you're kind of watching it the way the coach would. Yeah. Um, I always thought maybe they just wanted to do offense because it's the more fun thing to do, but it really yeah. does work yeah. in well with the, with the coaching aspect. I, I like the offense, the offense only. Like I definitely like what they've done. Um, it makes the games really fast paced. Um, yeah. It's really rewarding kind of always to be on offense I am very curious, though, what this game would be like if they had you playing defense and were able to make it as fun as playing offense. And I think they could have yeah. done that. They just chose not to. But I think if I had my choice of the two games, I'd probably take the one where you get to play defense as well, because I think it would also be really fun. But I'm totally fine with the choice they made. I don't think it takes away from the game at all. Um, yeah. They just might not have had enough, like resources to do the whole defensive part or whatever who knows why they made the decision uh, that they did yeah i i think for me if I, if i had to play defense i'm probably not sitting down and playing you know 17 games in a row i just feel like it would be a little more draining to play a game and so that's why i liked it that's why i think that's when i started to really like it when i realized that like oh yeah it cuts out a part of the game to allow me to do some other stuff and put my efforts into some other stuff that i'm actually more interested in so um but yeah it would like the game would obviously be fun having defense because the game is super fun being playing offense. So it would definitely be fun having defense. Just a little bit of a different game. Mm -hmm. So your goal in the game is to manage your team to win the Super Bowl, or as I've already mentioned, the Retro Bowl. Along with winning the actual games needed to make the playoffs, you need to make managerial decisions such as trading or cutting players, signing free agents, drafting new players, maintaining team morale, ensuring a proper training regimen, ensuring players get the rest they need, keeping the fans happy, maintaining an effective coaching staff, and much more. So to talk a bit about the gameplay, when you're on offense, a play is automatically called for you. Like you just it just shows up, your team is already in a formation you can see two or three potential passing plays you can make and one run option. It shows you the route that each of those players will take. So you can kind of see this guy's maybe going to run deep. This guy's going to run five yards and turn around and wait for the ball. This guy's going to run a slant. And this is where your guy will run if you give him the ball. 
you need to look at those routes versus how the defense is set up and determine what might be the best option for you to take. Then once you snap the ball, the defense will react either aggressively and come after the quarterback or passively and drop back to cover the receivers. And your job basically is to read what the defense is doing and find the right player to get the ball to. Yeah, it's this is to me um, where at least it was a lot different than my Madden playing. My Madden days, it, maybe it's just the camera angle where it's... I never read defense. I never looked at what the defense was doing and decided to throw to someone else. I always just threw to who in my head I was going to throw to ahead of time. And what it, maybe they were open and maybe they weren't. What the camera angle does this time... You just have to sit there. You look at all your three guys' routes. You look where they're running. You look at the guys on defense, and you're like, okay, I have to see where that top guy's going to run because if he runs to the top of the screen, I'm going to throw it to the guy in the bottom of the screen. If he runs to the bottom of the screen, then the top of the screen guy should be open. So it just allows you to like plan something out ahead of time. You have to, you have to know where all your guys are going to run because you have to know when they might be open in the field. So you know where they go. And then you hut the ball and you just quickly look to see where guys are running and then choose what you want to do. It's such a cool way to make you feel like I am the quarterback reading the defense right now and picking who to throw to. Yep, exactly. Like for the first maybe several seasons, I wasn't really doing that. I was just kind of like panicking yeah. and just throwing the ball to who I, who I thought should get it. But then I noticed myself slowly learning how to read defenses. And like yeah. the game was teaching me football. Uh, when that clicked in, I'm like, this is really cool. Like I know how to read a defense off of, of like their formation, the way that they line up and I can look at the play and I can say, okay, here's the guy I'm going to target. When I hut the ball, if that second defender doesn't go after him, that's going to be my target. And you're, it's, it's kind of like reacting really quickly to what the defense is doing. And I never yeah. really knew how to like read that before, but like now, dude, I feel like I could 100% be an offensive coordinator for a 10 and under football team oh yeah hell yeah like that's yeah, that's my for sure. that, that's my jam right now is somebody <laughs> yeah somebody out there if you need an <laughs> offensive coordinator for your kids football team sign me up i'll see when they're open i'll read those defenses Let, yeah let's get this going you've got 70 hours under your belt that's already. my resume 70, 70 hours experience plus hours of playing retro yeah. bowl i can read the shit out of a defense I yeah. haven't been stopped in a very long time. Ten, ten <laughs> Retro Bowls in a row. Yeah. 350 game experience right there. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's been a lot. Yeah. I'm not even tired yet. No, exactly. Yeah. You you got still fresh ideas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm still beating the defenses in new and improved ways every game. Exactly. Yes. Now, when it comes to the uh, kicking mechanic of the game, you can kick extra points, you can kick field goals, but they can be pretty difficult unless you have like a really, really good kicker. So going forward on fourth down and going for two-point conversions was definitely a strategy that I quickly adopted. And I tried to play straight up for a while, Dean. For a lot of seasons, yeah. I was like, I, wanna, I really want to pretend this is legitimate football. If I get stopped on fourth down, um, while I never have ever once punted the ball, I don't know what that looks like. I've never done that. I'll never will do I've that. I've done it. Okay. I did go for field goals if I was in range, and I often kicked the extra point just to kind of play the 
you know, seven point football game, you know, but man, just after missing, you know, a few field goals and you're often missing extra points, I just decided, fuck it. I'm just going to do for, I'm going to do the two points, you know, and I'm at the point now I don't even carry a kicker on my team. Because I just don't, I don't use him enough to like, yeah, spend five to fifteen million dollars on him. And I'll tell you what, um, when you don't have a kicker, I've accidentally chosen like kick extra points. Sometimes I'm just hammering the button so fast, I choose one point instead of going for two. I make them more than half the time, even with like, yeah, the, the kicker sucks. He's super erratic. It's really, really tough to dial something, and I'm still getting it with him. So it's like I don't need a kicker. Yeah, exactly. If you, uh, the, the, Tim, the best decision that we made when we were playing together was to cut our kicker because if you don't play someone, they get bad morale. Right. And our kicker, we were never kicking field goals with him. We were never using him for extra points. So he was bringing the team's morale down. So we just cut him. And that was, that was the best decision we made. We thought that was hilarious yeah. because <laughs> it was so late in the season. You're not allowed to trade players. We could have traded him right. for like a first round draft pick. But it was yes. so late in the season that you couldn't do that. So we just, just cut, cut him. him. We just yeah. ate his his fifteen million dollar million dollar contract <laughs> and we're like, we don't yeah. we don't need you. Goodbye. Yeah. Uh but now I, that's just t- the way I play. I do not carry a yeah. kicker. There's no reason for me to spend yeah. any money on a kicker. I just go for two points all the time. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I'm the same as you. I tried to play straight up, not at the beginning. Um, at the beginning, I was just going for two. But then when I had like a really solid team and I hadn't won like a Retro Bowl yet, and I was like, okay, you know what? I want to play solid in the playoffs. I'm going to kick extra points. I'm going to do that. I'm going to get it. I'm going to nail it down. I got good at them. I got good at the extra points. But then, you know, I'd be in really tough games and like your nerves get a little bit to you if you're in really tough games. And then it becomes very hard to do that kick when yeah. you're like really trying to time it and you're a little nervous. And I was missing them in crucial moments that mm-hmm. it just became the better percentage play to go for two. Because if you go for one and you miss, you're like, well, I probably would have got it going for two. So it just becomes really frustrating to miss those extra points. And in in the end, I just decided the percentages are more in my favor to go for two. So I also just go for two all the time now in case I accidentally hit that button to go for one. Yeah, it's, it's definitely the play to do is go yeah. for two. I have, I have punted in very tight games where I've been pinned at my like 20 or something, I have hit punt. I fucking go for it, dude. I'm like, let's <laughs> yeah, I know. gloves off. They'll let's score go. for sure, though, if you don't get it. Let's so. go. I've been like fourth and 30 uh, on my own 20. <laughs> let's do and it. And I'm like, let's, yeah. let's do it. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get them. Con- okay, nice. Con- nice, Tim. Con- uh, converted. Four, fourth down. Converted. converted. <laughs> Great catch. Converted. First down. <laughs> So if you turn this game on, you power up your Switch, you start a new game, you can select whatever NFL team you want, and then you get to play the last game of a season. So it's a season where your team did terribly. Now, this one game is basically your tutorial for the game because it doesn't matter at all what happens in this game, win or lose. After that game... You go to the next season and going to the next season is always so much fun because you get to draft new players to help make your team better. Yep. You get a couple screens full of different players, offensive and defensive. And 
I mean, I don't know what you do, but I feel like the smart thing to do is just to take whoever has the most stars. Like your your players and your team uh, are basically rated out of five stars, and you just want to take the guy with the most stars because he's going to be the best player. Yeah, I like, I I know what I need. Like sometimes I go into the draft with a plan, and because sometimes you have to get. You, you know, you gotta, you're gonna have to deal with. Uh, well, I, I guess at the well, start, I'm talking about starting, you, starting off. But so, yeah, so at the start when you start off, I did take a look at my team and see what I had. You don't have very good players, so yeah, you should just go for. I ended up going for the top star guy, and then the guy that I have on my team, I'll trade him away because when you start off, the guys in the draft are probably going, to, at least in the first round, are probably going to have more stars than the guy on your team. Well, when you're starting off, for sure, they're they're yeah. they're going to be way better. Yeah. So you're allowed to select three players. There's like three rounds, the first round, second round, third round. And these players automatically make your team way better, probably twice as good, just just oh, by yeah. get, get, getting them. And this allows you to have pretty much a fighting chance in, in your season to you know win some games and possibly make it to the playoffs. Yeah. And really in your first season, like you're really just learning to play the game you're learning the controls. Uh, you're learning the timing. You're trying to get the fans on your side by winning as many games as you can. And you're trying to collect, you know, a few coaching credits along the way if you can get them. Now, the coaching credits are fairly difficult to get in the first few seasons. But as you progress yeah. to like season four, season five, you will notice that you're starting to accumulate them pretty quick. And that's when the whole management portion of the game starts to open up for you because most of the things you'll do as a manager cost coaching credits. So yeah, um, how do you like to play the game? Just like gameplay-wise, let's say you start a new season. You know, what do you like to do in the draft? And then yeah. what, are your, what are your goals for the season? What are you trying to do within the games? Yeah, so I've I've restarted, I've signed with new teams a couple times. So like I'll have a, a couple really good years with the team I have, and then I'll re-sign with a new team. And what they do when you re-sign with the new team is you kind of go to, you get you inherit like half a team basically. They're not very good yet, but you'll have a couple good players on the team. So how I like to play, um, at least sometimes I've played with just going after free agents, just really trying to get those free agents because there can be some like really good players on the free agent market, but like they cost a lot of coaching credits. So you're going to save up for a lot of time just to get one really good player. So I've kind of evolved that now into I'm heavy on the draft in my first couple years uh, or my first year, especially with a team. I'm, I know I can get good draft guys in the first and second round. And the thing about the draft players is they're also going to have a lot of room to grow. You know, so there's going to, that's why they're like such good value. You're going to get those guys. They're going to have a good amount of stars, but they're also going to have a lot of room. If you throw to them a lot, if you hand off the ball to your running back a lot, they're going to get like a bunch of experience and then they're just going to get better and better. So I really like rookies. I, I'm big. I'm big on the rookies with my coaching credits. Um, I, in early years in the team, in, in, with my teams, I'm riding at zero a lot because I like to use them for things as, as the game goes along. So, you know, you can make your training facility better. You can make your rehab better. You can make your stadium better. You can make the morale for different players better. 
And that's what I kind of ride with in my first couple years of the team. I'm kind of riding at zero and just spending them whenever I get them just to kind of bring the whole team up as a whole. Um, and then once I get like those things high with my team, then I'm just collecting. Then, then there'll be a season where I'm just collecting everything and trying to get as many as possible. Um, yeah, so that's basically how I do like the managing stuff. Um, gameplay, I'm just tearing teams to pieces, Tim. Okay, so how though? What, what, what's, your, what's your plan? Are you run heavy? Are you pass heavy? Are you throwing deep? Are you just taking what's open to you? Are you yeah. setting them up by going short and then going long? What What are you doing? I'm so I I'm really Tim. I'm very versatile. Whoa, it really whoa. depends on whoa. yeah. Wow. It, it really versatile. depends on my. It depends on my players now because I've played with a lot of different teams. Like I know where my strength guy is. I know where I'm like or you know, I did play on one team where every single one of my offensive players was five stars so that was a really fun season because yeah. uh, everyone can do anything <laughs> so you just tear people apart that was one of the seasons i decided let's just go for all the free agents get five stars <laughs> at every offensive position yeah. and then i'm at the cap so i couldn't even get a five-star defense yeah. like my defense wasn't that good yeah. i only had three defenders because i couldn't afford anyone else but i tore teams apart with all my five stars so it didn't matter um but in the games I like to, I kind of take, I, I kind of look at the defense and, and take what's given given to me. When I had the five-star quarterback, he can just throw as far as you fucking want him to throw. Yeah. So if someone's going deep, I'm going deep. <laughs> like I'm throwing that deep pass. On my team now that I have, I have a three and a half star quarterback. He can't throw very far. He can throw like 15 to 20 yards. So I am an inching my way down the field. I yeah. am a... Uh, I, I, I'll i do the run. I like to do the run on like first and second down if it looks good. If it looks like I'm going to get a couple yards with it, I like to do the run. Uh, but then I'm a pass. You know, then I'm a, I'm a pass heavy guy. I would say my running back, if, the, if, if my running back doesn't break anything big, probably get, you know, 100 yards or under in the game. And my wide receivers are getting over 100 yards. I'm, I'm a heavy throw, heavy throw team. Okay. So... It sounds like you would consider the quarterback the most important position to have. Like that's the best player you should try to get at first. So I, yeah, I, I don't mind running with like the three and a half star quarterbacks because I'm the one controlling the quarterback. That's kind of how I justify it. It's like, I'm the one who's actually controlling the quarterback. So as long as I have guys who can catch it out there, then those are the ones I go for. So I, I actually, I would say my, even though I say I don't run that much, my priority is kind of running back okay. just because I it he, they can give you those extra yards that you need. And then my second priority is wide receiver. Wow. Okay. That's very different for me. I'm, I like to prioritize yeah. the quarterback. I think that's the okay. most important. I think being able yeah. to throw the deep pass uh, is probably one of the more key elements to a game because it is huge. if you get down in a game by two touchdowns and you have that's to yeah. try to come back by hitting 10-yard passes and 15-yard passes – you, you basically can't do it because there's not enough yeah. time on the clock. So you need to be able to hit those deep passes. And with your three and a half star quarterback, you'll try to air it out, but it just, it like hits a wall. You just, you yeah. can't even throw it that far. So that when, when I started the game, you could have, and I know this because it, I had it and it worked. You could have a three and a half star quarterback and launch it as far as you wanted. Yeah. Um, it just, maybe the guy might not catch it as accurately, but then they did some sort of an update and then your three and a half, your three and a half star quarterback couldn't throw it that far. So all okay, of a sudden okay. I was trying to throw these deep passes 
basically yeah. like you've got a little target that you move and it'll show where the ball will land. And obviously if your guy's running, you want to throw it ahead of him. So he runs to that spot. But with these deep passes, you can move that target off the screen, like so far that you can't even see it. And you just have to kind yeah. of understand where you're placing it and your guy can still run there with a three and a half star quarterback. You can't throw it off the screen. You have to throw it on the screen and it's very difficult to hit a deep pass. So I've always, I've always liked a quarterback and I go quarterback running back wide receiver. Yeah, that is actually a really good point because like I'm just at the stage right now where I wanted to go back to the three and a half because I wanted like a challenge because I felt like the five star quarterback was just like nailing everything. But I've never had a five star quarterback with like less less uh, stars on the team. So that actually that I, I think I'm with you. That might be the way to go as the quarterback first so that you can launch things and that you can pass it exactly where you want it. Tim, has your quarterback ever got hurt? Um, did my quarterback ever get hurt? Yes. Yes. So my you've quarterback's played with a, have you played with a quarterback that is nobody? Nothing. I've played with a quarterback who's nobody. And I accidentally benched my star running back without knowing what that even meant okay. or was. <laughs> right. And for right. a couple of games, Great. I didn't, un- I lost, I clearly lost the games, but I didn't yeah. understand why my running back all of a sudden sucked, but was so slow. It's, I mean, it's basically impossible. My my quarterback got hurt for three games. See that that's a long time. I didn't. I had like one it, game maybe. Yeah, it was three games. I lost the first two. I did win the last one, and I got an achievement win without your starting quarterback, which was awesome. Ooh, I don't have that. So, three games. My quarterback was out. The quarterback that is just the base quarterback. That line that you have no, that know. throwing it, it does it, it disappears, it disappears after, after like ten yards after like two yards. You, if you try to throw a 10-yard pass, you can't see it. You can't see the pass like seven yards. You don't know where you're throwing. I had to run all game. Luckily, I had a five-star running back during that time where my quarterback was injured, so I was able to win a game. But yeah, that is it is, quarterback is very important. Okay, so when, when you were talking about how you play the game, you were mentioning yeah. a lot of things about the managing side of the game, and I want to dig into some of those things you mentioned there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. So before and after the football game is when you can engage in your manager duties and the place you'll be focusing most of your energy is a section of the game called the front office. And this is an area where you can spend your coaching credits on a variety of things to help improve your team. You can upgrade your stadium and your stadium determines the amount of fan support you gain after a win or lose after a loss. And keeping fans, sorry, hold that thought. Keeping fans happy will gain you more coaching credits after a win. So you want to keep them happy. Yes. And I was going to say the fans are very hard on you. Like if you win, fan support will go up a couple percent. But if you lose, it goes down like 15%. Like it'll go way down if you lose a game. So if you lose two in a row, like you got to claw your way back into that fan support. It's, It's very punishing. In that way. It's very punishing. Yeah. You can upgrade your training facility, and this will contribute to the amount of experience points your players will receive after the game. And this is basically how you upgrade your players, how you upgrade their stars. You might have a player with two and a half stars. They might be able to have a potential of four stars. Um, you you kind of want to look for players who have 
the potential, obviously, for five stars. So you can eventually upgrade them the entire way. But a player with like a four, four and a half star limit is more than, you know, more than good to be trying to trying to sign or go for a player like that. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can upgrade your rehab facility. And this determines how well your players recover after each game. Now, for me, this seemed to be the most important thing to upgrade because keeping your team healthy and energetic, I thought was just the most important thing because your players, very cool, they get tired in the game. Like, they will each start with 100% like energy level, but as you use them more and more in the game, that will go down and your players will actually start to slow down. So an upgraded rehab facility should ensure that your players get close to 100% after each game. Yeah, and it is, uh, I'm the same with you. Rehab was my number one priority was to go, re- I go rehab first, you know, then I do the other ones, but I make sure that rehab is, is the highest one. Um, yeah, you need, those, you need those guys fresh every game. Now, I thought a really good strategy in the game is to move the ball around to as many players as possible. Because is, I, yeah. if you just like, if you pound your star running back the entire game, he's going to be tired for the next game. So mm-hmm. I like to try to throw to everybody. And that also like boosts everybody's XP. Everybody gets, you know, additional XP for that. So yeah, if a guy is really tired, you can bench them for a game. And then by the next game, they'll be back up to 100%. But you're without them for nice. that game. Yeah. So I, f- I found that out by accident, as I mentioned. Right. I think I've only <laughs> right. done it one time on purpose. Like, I, I needed yeah. my running back just to get, like, a break. And I was playing a yeah. shit team where I didn't need a running back. I could just throw the right. whole time. Yeah. So in that case, it worked out. But Yeah, and and it's, it's good to spread it around, too, because um, often there's, like, things that happen after the game that are either good or bad things, depending on how the game went. And it can be a good game, but you have some, like, bad feedback in, at the end, and one of them is that a player has a bad game and then you have to take something negative because that player had a bad game. So if you have like a tight end that you never throw to, even if you win like 40, nothing, it might say your tight end had a bad game. What do you want to do? So it's important to spread the ball around so that nobody has that bad game. You know, that the, the, the fans don't get mad at anyone for having a bad game. Yeah. I'll touch on that in one second. Um, I'll just finish off the front office here. Uh, You also have control of your coaches. You have an offensive and defensive coordinator. I didn't find the coaches all that important. I I think the better that your coaches are, the more XP your players can get after each game. But I often just have low star coaches and I don't really notice a difference. But the, the coaches can decide what type of training program to put the players through. You can set it to light, medium, or hard. Light will give your players a faster recovery time. So almost like helping out the rehab side of things. Hard gives them more XP each game. And then medium sits somewhere in the middle. And in the front office, you've mentioned it already, you can sign a free agent. And signing a free agent is very expensive and not possible for a few seasons. But once you have enough coaching credits to like sign one, you're basically just buying a star player for your team. So once you get there, you're very, very happy just to spend your money on that. 
And then one more thing before I touch on uh, some of the other things you mentioned. There's a salary cap. It starts at $200 million, And for 100 coaching credits, which is a ton of coaching credits, a ton, you can raise the cap by $25 million. And I don't know if there is like a cap to raising the cap. Uh, okay, I'm yeah. at I'm at 300 million, so I've raised it four times. Okay, and you can wow. you can still keep raising it, but yeah, you need to do this to keep your good players, because after after a few seasons and your players are like winning awards because you're doing so good, they obviously request more money, so you might be paying double for the quarterback, and you know you have to work within the cap still. So you do need to raise that cap if you want to keep your favorite players. Yeah, this is why I have left teams. It's because I'm at the cap. You know, <laughs> I've won a bunch of Retro Bowls. I'm at the cap. I'm not going to be able to keep my whole team. So I'm just like, let's just start over fresh anyways. Like, if I'm going to have to make choices and get rid of players, let's just start fresh. Like, your other option there is to trade away your star quarterback for a first-round yeah. pick and, you know, drop down from a five-star to maybe like a three-and-a-half-star and start again with that with that guy. But, yeah. You've just you've decided just clean, clean slate. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, Tim, just on that on that one note, I just got the Colts, the Indianapolis Colts. When I got there, three and a half star quarterback, he was forty five mil a year. Oh my goodness. Trade. Cut. Trade. Cut. <laughs> Automatic <laughs> yeah, trade. Trade. trade for a first round pick. I'm gonna get a better quarterback for like a fourth of the of the price or Dude, less. <laughs> that's just rude. It's Why rude. are they paying him so trade much? Trade him right money? away. <laughs> Yeah, that's ridiculous. Forty five mil, three and a half star. I've played for the better part of my life. I've been playing Retro Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. I have never seen a quarterback for forty four million dollars. I know. I know. It was the highest I've ever seen. He wasn't wow. even five stars. He must be the owner's son. Yeah, definitely. He had that there. vibe. He had that vibe. Yeah. What a jerk. He also had a bad attitude. Trade. Trade. Yeah, trade. You should have. Yeah, I should have cut his ass. Yeah, I got a first round pick. Though, I so. know you have to do that, but what a statement yeah. that would have been. Trade him for. Oh yeah, trade him and then um, draft a kicker just to spite him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. With his with his spot, with his draft money. a kicker, draft and then cut that guy. <laughs> draft three kickers. Yeah. So to chat about the team a little bit here, you can have up to twelve players. The more players you have, the higher your team rating will be. Um, that the, the team rating, it's like the offense and defense have a rating out of five. If you're coming up against a team that has a five-star offense, five-star defense, it's probably going to be tough. But at the same oh, time, yeah. that doesn't always dictate everything because you can run no. into a team that's two-star and they'll smoke you. Sometimes the game just wants you to lose. It does, and we'll get to that as well. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, early on when you're playing the game, you're only going to have like six or seven players because that's all you can get your hands on. You know, you just, you don't, yeah. you don't have a way to get more than going through the draft. So you can get a few the first year, a few the second year. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, but I only carry 10 players out of the 12 because I find I've got like 10 players who are really high quality players if I get anybody else, it's just going to drag the team down because they're going to be like three star play, three stars or whatever, three and a half. That that's that's not going to do anything for my team. So I don't even carry the full twelve. Yeah, I 
I had like um, nine to ten players, I think, when you have to pay them a lot, like, and because that's all I can hold because I had such high stars and they're all worth so much that I can't pay anymore. Um, actually, I think I had. I think I had eight players one time just yep. because everyone was five stars. Yeah, that'll work. <laughs> so it's like, that's just that's just how much it was. Right now on my team, I have 12. My new team, I have 12. And it's just because anyone with any sort of star is better than no star in that position. Like, then not even having a player in that position. So I have all of the offensive positions um, just because... I want to have someone in that spot. You know, I don't want to have a tight, I don't want to not have a tight end on my team because then that tight end's so horrible. So I have like a two star tight end just because he's better than the one that is nothing. So on my team right now, there's no one over three and a half stars. And that's kind of why I can have 12 on the team. That is the time to fill your team up. Yeah. Is if you have enough money to get 12 players and you're only able to get like three, three and a half stars because that will, will contribute. I mean, your teams, your team probably has like, four stars on offense and defense then right yeah it's it's four and a half on both i think yeah so like even if your player yeah. even if your players are three and a half and lower adding more of them on will get your team yeah. up to those four you know four and a half star rankings so that that is a reason to do it yeah yeah now something you have to consider with your team and players is morale this is what you're mentioning things can happen at the end of games uh, morale can be exceptional. It can be great. It can be good. It can be okay. It can be poor or it can be toxic. And low morale is said to be bad for your team. But again, I'm not really sure what bad morale does. Do you have any ideas? I think bad. I, I do. I think bad morale, your members of your team get into more trouble. So they okay. you get those screens more often that one of your team members has done something because I had morale at like a hundred percent and the entire season, no player did anything. No player did a single like bad thing. And then now that I'm on this new team, morale's down and it's like every week a player is doing something. Okay. So what Dean's mentioning about their players are doing things, it's called player misconduct. And (laughs) this is always very interesting. This happens Uh, I was going to say it happens every so often, but you're saying when team morale is low, this is going to happen more often. One of your players will do something bad and you need to choose to either punish that player um, or kind of like punish your team in a way. And regardless of which one you choose, the morale is going to be dropped. It's either going to be dropped on the player or it's going to be dropped on the team or there's other options. Sometimes you can buy your way out of it for coaching credits. You can like, do you want to find the player or do you want to not find him for one credit or something like that? Um, and there were all sorts of interesting scenarios that your players yeah. would get themselves into. Uh, just a few examples here. You'll finish off a game and then a message will pop up and it'll say a training ground prank by rookie Richie Normus backfired, causing a fight to break out among several players. And then you have the choice to find the player or find the team. In that instance, I'm always finding the player because I'd rather bring down the morale of one player than the morale of the team. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's find the player or not, or don't find them but the morale of the team goes down when you don't find them because then the team sees that you didn't take uh, you didn't that there's no uh, consequences for that action. So I always take 
to basically find the player. I, I always find the player because I don't want the whole team morale to go down. Yeah. I mean, there's opportunities to lay it on the coach as well. I, I always yeah. drop it on the coach before the player. Right. I don't know what those <laughs> yeah. coaches are doing. So I just drop it. No, dr- why do they need I to drop be happy? What like, are they doing? I'm like, yeah, the coach was shitty. Shitty yeah. to him. That's that's the problem. Yeah. That exactly. coach. What's what's his problem? Get him out of here. Fire cut him. I guess you can't cut, cut him. him. You, cut the coach. Fire him. Fire no. him. Fire but him. But you don't you don't have to yeah, don't re sign his contract. Right. Uh, another one. Rookie Avante Fullman has hit the headlines after it was revealed that he has been gambling huge sums of money playing online poker. Oh no. Wow. Rookie wide receiver Stephen Dana has been making derogatory comments on social media regarding one of the New York Jets players. I can't oh believe my. It. I know. Security footage of rookie Asang Cotton fighting outside a nightclub has appeared on social media. It's the bad. horror. The horror. It's bad stuff. Garrett Neesman was stopped by the police last night and was found to be in possession of unidentified substances. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, I can identify them for you. It's uh, cocaine and steroids. For sure. Yeah, that's the two. And then, Dean, every once in a while, yeah. you'll get a message that your player has done something good. Yeah. Like someone will be found playing Retro Bowl during a team meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And you can praise the player to raise morale. Yeah. Or they'll like do <laughs> awesome. something good for charity. But there are so many of these scenarios that, that they come up mm. with. Like, oh, I'm yeah. still seeing new ones. I'm seeing ones I've never Same. seen before. They must yeah. have made so many of these. It's hilarious. It's so it's so funny. I, I love it. Uh, you can trade players in the game. The computer usually prompts this by asking if you'd like to trade one of your players in exchange for a draft pick. If it's a good player, they'll give you a first round. If it's a bad player, they'll give you a third round. These are usually complete ripoffs, but every once in a while, they'll get a great deal that can really help your team. Uh, for sure, yeah. I was recently offered a one-star player for a third-round pick, which sounds completely appropriate and normally something that I turn down. But this one-star player had a potential of four and a half stars. In a few years, that's going to be one of my star players because I'll be able to upgrade them so much. Usually it's like, here's a one-star player who's maxed out. They're only going to be one star. And they're super grumpy. You know, they have a talk, yeah. toxic yeah, exactly. morale. So like, yeah. It's like, why would I want that? Reject the trade. Yeah. <laughs> do your, Tim, do your coaches ever find players for you and say undrafted players? Because that's one of my favorite things. That's happened a few times. But again, it's okay. very, very rare that they actually find somebody that I would use. But they have, in a few instances, found like an amazing player. They're like, you should yeah. consider signing this guy. And yeah, it's like a really, really good bump to your team. Yeah, those are the ones that I really like signing because they're always usually like one star because they went undrafted, but they have this huge potential and they're usually grumpy though. (laughs) So you have to, you really have to work with them. And so I find that fun. It's fine working with them if they're grumpy. You can hold meetings with players and pay a few credits to boost their morale, which I've done in the past. I think the best thing to do is just use them in the game. Yeah, throw them the ball. Yeah, use them in the game. And just like get, once they get XP, they start to get happier. Yeah, but Tim, I just noticed something about their attitudes that 
I like it, it's just a recent thing for me. I don't know if you've noticed when they're in the exceptional or the good, they get a plus rating to one of their fields. So oh. if they're exceptional or good, they can be better at they can be faster, they can be stronger. Or if they are in the bad, they are almost always stronger. You get a plus rating in the strength if they're riding in the bad, but it's going to be like it's going to be bad for your team morale and they're going to be doing like bad things but their individual strength goes up by uh one notch oh weird i definitely have seen yeah. like the plus one i didn't know where that's it came what from, you're getting yeah but i've got a bunch of plus ones um i don't know if i've seen the see i don't carry players with bad morale i i i get the right, morale yeah. up i don't i don't have bad yeah. morale on my team so i haven't noticed the bonus for bad morale but that's very interesting yeah, it's always in strength. I've never seen it anywhere else than like it makes their strength. Rage. If they're angry or whatever, it makes their strength. It puts their plus in the strength. That's the steroids and the cocaine. It's the steroids. It's right the steroids. There. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the substance. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now I just want to touch on one more thing here. Um, and that's uh, computer hacking, I like to call it. Uh, cool, yeah. Because the computer will try to force a win a couple times a year. And oh, yeah. this is very frustrating. Yep. Now, by forcing a win, I mean that they just seem to take over the game. You know, yep. passes you'd normally catch suddenly bounce off your player. Uh, you'll start fumbling the ball. Closely contested catches will just be intercepted all the time. And Sometimes we'll get vacuum sucked into the other player. They'll be going way. right for your head, and they'll get sucked into the great other way player. of putting that. I've had a ball going right at my guy perfectly, yeah. and it just gets sucked <laughs> to the defender beside him. Yeah, yeah, and uh, then when they get the ball, they just turn around and immediately score a touchdown. Yeah. So the worst example of this just happened to me. I've already told you about it. It happened yeah. to me yesterday, as a matter of fact. It's wild. Now, this was on my secondary team, so I'm only like three seasons in. So the okay. defense is yeah. not all that great. This shit would never happen to my like my good team. No. This, is, this is not happening. They'd never yeah. get away with this. But on this team, even on this team, it was bizarre to see. But I was winning 36 to 19 in the fourth quarter. And basically, kind of what I've lived by for a long time playing this game is that I'm just trying to get to 30 points because the other team yeah. is going to have a really, really hard time getting 30 points on me. So if I can get to 30, that's pretty much a win locked up. Yeah. So 36, 19 fourth quarter, I've got the game locked up. There's maybe a minute and a half left. We're playing two minute quarters. That's what my games, yeah. you can choose one minute quarter, two minute quarter or three yeah. minute quarter. We play the two minute quarter. The other team gets the ball. I honestly, I can't remember if I just scored or if they made it like a, if they got a turnover, but they get the ball and they immediately score a touchdown, which is fine. I'd expect as much. Then they yeah. go for an onside kick and they get the ball back, which is rare. It's very rare to get an onside kick. Very rare. Very rare. And yeah. boom, quick touchdown, two in a row. Then they go for a second onside kick which I've only seen attempted one time before. <laughs> this is ultra rare. Yeah. They do it and boom, onside kick, another quick touchdown. And as the clock goes to zero, I lose the game. 
and they scored <laughs> 21 wild. points in less than a quarter, which is nearly impossible. I've only done it myself a couple times, score more than 21 Same. points yeah. in a quarter. It's very, very yeah. hard to do. Very hard. And this, Everything has to fall in your favor. The computer just said, we're winning this game. We don't care. We yeah. don't care what you're doing or who you are. We're just going to win this one. And they did. Unbelievable. It's When it happens, it can be so frustrating because you're like, okay, you can tell. You can tell it's coming because something weird will happen. Something weird, you'll be like, oh, no, this is one of those games they want me to lose. Yep. So you start thinking like, okay, I just can't make any mistakes. Just don't make any mistakes. You only throw to guys who are wide open. Yep. You only run the ball. Still, though, they're going to make you fumble when you catch that ball. Yep. They're going to make you fumble when you run that ball to run down the clock. I'm just trying to run down the clock. That's all I want to do because I'm in the lead and I know it's that type of game. They're still going to get you. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it can... It can be heartbreaking sometimes because like you you want that perfect season. You don't want to lose that game. You don't want to lose that fan support. Losses can be big. You know, they can be a big thing. Yeah. And it'll just the computer just decides you lose this one and, yeah, you and lose. they will do whatever they can to make you lose. You lose today. Yeah. And then your fan support goes down so far. So far. And if, if you're grinding as a young team and you like you've yeah. really worked for that fan support. And they cheat to beat you, and then it gets dropped down yep. like 15 or 20 it's frustrating. points. Man, it's frustrating. And you know, like you said, you know when it's happening. You can tell. You, it, it's in the air. You can feel you it. You make four passes in a row, and they'll all bounce off your receiver's head. And you're just yeah. like, yeah. all of those passes should have been caught. Yeah. Or you'll take, you'll take like some sort of lead, and then all of a sudden, your running back fumbles. And then they score, and then he gets it again and fumbles, and then they score, and then he gets it again and fumbles. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, uh, you're out of the I've game. I've fumbled already. three times all season. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got three times in three runs in a row. Yeah, it's game over. It's game over. And then it's game over, and you can't even catch up anymore. No, yeah, it's done. You lose by yeah. like 40 points. It's just a route. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah some, uh, sometimes the game can be over in like 30 yeah. seconds, and you just have to yeah. play it out getting destroyed. For sure. Yeah. Especially in those early games, it's like, It'll just happen. You're like, oh, dang. Okay. It's happened to me. I don't know how many times it's happened to me in like the playoffs, in the Retro Bowl. I'll just be like, okay, I'm excited. It's Retro Bowl time. And then it's like, boom, I'm down 20 to nothing somehow. <laughs> and it's like, it's still in the first quarter and we're down 20 to nothing. Like, how did this even happen? Yeah. You got hacked, bro. You got hacked. <laughs> I got hacked. I got hacked hard. Yeah. Oh, man. It's fun. Great game. It's a, it's a great Love game. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tim. Yeah. Did you know that there's... so? The, the mode that we play is called dynamic, which means that it adjusts the difficulty level with how well you're doing. Right. So if you're good, if you have a good season and you're, you're doing well, they adjust the difficulty level and they make it harder. You can adjust that so that every player you play against is a five-star player. Okay. That might be what you need to do Maybe. for your next season. Maybe. Is just adjust everyone to five-star, and that might be the challenge your team's looking for. I like that you're continuing to bring new ideas about the game to me <laughs> to make me try to keep going just as hard as i don't want you to stop tim i don't want i just got into it i'm like well into it right now i'm I'm two weeks in i got my new team i'm just pumped about this season you need to be here with me yeah i would like i might try that out um but i'm playing like five star teams and running over them now i don't know if that actually means that they're five stars or not but yeah We'll see. It's going to be tough to defeat this train coming at you right now. I know. Like, basically, know. this even happened when you and I were playing the season that we played. It's like the game yeah. would start off, 
the other team would get the ball. They'd make an incomplete pass. And we'd look at each it's other over. and we're like, the game's over. <laughs> they missed. It's over. Because, I, because I'm going to score every time. So if they yeah. don't score one time, they lose the yeah. game. <laughs> so, they punt the ball. Right. It says they're punting. The New York Jets are punting the ball. Game's over. Game's over, I Jets. Remember, Sorry. I remember Not looking today. over at you and saying it's yeah. it's 20 seconds in. They've punted and the game's over. They can't possibly yeah, we win. Know, we know it's over. <laughs> we know the outcome. So, Yes. Yeah. Yes. A, it's fun. Another thing that I, that I wanted to say is um, that I forgot to say uh, when I was talking about gameplay. Um, I usually choose a running play uh, if I'm running behind the offensive lineman that is like my player. So yep. you can get an offensive lineman on your team and they glow. So you have your whole offensive lineman's lined up and the one that you have, the one that like your four-star player, your five-star player glows. And so if I have a running play that's going behind that player, I almost always take it because they are going to outmatch that other player, that other teammate they're against, and you're going to break a big run. So that was a key that I... Uh, I didn't learn till you know, a number of seasons in that like, oh yeah, I can just run behind that guy. Cause I was always like, what's that offensive lineman do? Like I, I got a five-star player. What does he do? How do I know? How do I know that he's doing anything good? You see him glowing and you run right behind him. Yeah. You can run behind a lot of your offensive linemen. Just they need to be yeah. engaged with one of the other players. So you can, you yeah. can kind of read that defense as well. If you're going to run up the middle, just kind of run to where everybody's already engaged with somebody and you'll run, oh, you'll yeah, run right sure. through the line and just right kind of keep going. But yeah, it's really cool. If you run straight ahead, you'll go faster than if you start to run like up to try to like cut, make a cut. Yeah. But you do have like a button that is a juke. So you can like quickly kind of dodge out of the way, which will help you, you know, help you dodge a guy. But then you're, it slows your player down a little bit. It's like you're, you're yeah. sacrificing, you know, being hit right there for moving out of the way and maybe getting past that guy. But now yeah. your guy has slowed down significantly and you can't quite go as fast and yeah. you can dive as well, which comes in handy. I use dive a lot. For sure. Yeah, definitely. Cause it, you dive like two yards ahead. So yeah, can really come in handy. Yeah. It's like a pretty much an automatic two yards. So if you're like third and one, you can just decide to run it and dive and you'll 99% of the time get it. Yeah. And your players have like a strength meter, um, which allows them to like stiff arm guys and like high step guys. Like you don't have to press a button to stiff arm. You don't have to press a button to high step. They just do it on their own, depending on like how strong they are. So I like that feature as well. I, at first I was trying to press buttons to do it. Like I thought maybe the juke also did the stiff arm and also did the high step, but it doesn't. It just, oh, I think it does as well. Does it for you. It does as well. No, it doesn't. It, they just do it for you on, on their own. The juke just jukes. Um, well, not necessarily because there'll be times where if you don't hit the juke, you might not get past him, but if you hit the juke, but, it, but if but you hit the just, juke, you'll, you'll bust through him. That's just already predetermined. Well, how do you know that? Because I stopped doing it and I, I stopped juking and I do it all the time. I stiff arm and high step guys all the time and I don't press the button anymore ever. I'm not sure. Maybe. I don't know enough about uh, about the strength to do that, but I I, I I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know I don't know enough <laughs> about the strength to like know for sure what what that means. You could be right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll tell you what. Like the way to go is to hammer that juke button if you're in like a being tackled scenario. Like don't just leave it to your strength. Hitting the juke is a way better option of getting out of like multiple guys coming at you. 
because you can use your strength and the juke. It's like a bonus because your strength is only going to take you so far, right? Like you can take maybe one or two hits sometimes with your strength meter, but that third hit, if you juke, you'll get past that. Yeah, like I, I use the juke to get around to get around players all the time. If I'm in a pile of but, guys, I'm hammering the juke. Yeah, because sometimes you'll pop you'll pop out with that. If it gets you out of it, what I think is it's getting you out of it because you're actually sidestepping the person. So you might be not right. Just, you might be right about that. Not then. just stiff arming the person. Yeah. yeah. So, but you got to hammer that thing because. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Because you might you might actually be able to sidestep get you out of that, that pile. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I've been uh, sending lots of clips over to you about. Anytime yeah. a wild play happens, I like to send you a clip. I've got so many For saved sure. on my phone right now. It's great. I'll, uh, I'll shoot some your way. Just mo- mostly me, I love, mostly I love me getting out of like really dangerous situations. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, we've been talking uh, a lot longer than I thought we would about Retro Bowl, but I guess that's no surprise. I'm surprised we didn't stop halfway and actually just go and play a game. I mean, halfway, I was like, man, I want to play. I just want to go and play. I'm like, I'm, I, I'm like 11 and 2 right now in one of my seasons. I'm like, I got to go get to the playoffs and win the Retro Bowl. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm 9 and 1 with uh, my secondary team. Nice. Okay. I will be for sure playing tonight. I'm not going to do yep. hours of it. Um, I will. <laughs> in the last two days, I've won two Retro Bowls. And nice. <laughs> made it nine and one with another team. Excellent. So I yeah. basically played 50 games in the past two days. Yeah. So yeah, know, that's great. kind of, a, that's on par for a normal couple days, right? Yeah. That's a couple good, that's a couple good days. That's a lot of, a lot of games in two days. It's a lot of games. <laughs> a lot really, of really games. playing a lot the last couple of days, which is why it's I, a lot of slants. It's a lot of screen passes. It's a lot of. I'm doing uh, everything. I'm doing everything, man. It's a lot of draws. I hit every play. I just do all the plays. Oh yeah, same. But, you got but whenever you got to read the deep. Whenever the deep pass is open, that's where I'm eyeballing the whole time. I'm yeah. always going yeah, for, for the sure. deep pass. Yeah, it's exciting. It is. Yeah. All right. Um, clearly, we recommend you go out and pick up Retro Bowl. Everyone listening, you know what? You, do, you don't ever. even have to like football. It doesn't even matter. No, definitely not. It'll help you learn about football, too, at the same time. Something that my wife actually said. She said uh, she's sitting there watching me play. She's into it now because I explained all the rules, and so she loves it. She loves all the managing of the team. Yeah. I said, I'm sitting there playing, and she says, I think I understand football more now because of this game. So there you go. Yep, same with my kid. Yeah, said the same thing. Perfect. Yep. I hate football, but now I kind of understand it, he says. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Kind of get it. That's the big hurdle with uh, football. And I I know from being a kid myself trying to watch it, there's so many rules. Like if you don't understand what's going on, then it's so boring to watch. But once you start to understand the rules and and the strategy, you can kind of get into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Everybody listening, if you'd like to help support Talking Back, there's a few ways you can do that. You can tell your friends about an episode if there's been a recent one you've really liked, share it with them. Let them know about us. You can uh, rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. You can send a one-time donation at buymeacoffee.com slash talking back. Or you can sign up to be a patron at patreon.com slash talking back podcast, where you can sign up at one of three levels and receive exclusive episodes every month. Some say our best episodes. 
Some would say that. I think I've said that. Yeah, you've definitely said it. I and am I, some. I tend to agree with you, Dean. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it, hey, hey, if you're looking for more content, are your ears just ready for more? Dean's nodding his head yes, very aggressively. Mine are ready. Yeah. He's ready. Yeah. Head on over to BFOPnetwork.com and check out one of the other amazing nostalgia-based podcasts in our network. We promise you'll find something you like. Dean, thank you for joining. Yeah, thanks, Tim. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Yes. like comic books? Me too. Hi, I'm John. Join me over at the Comics Underground podcast, where I invite guests to discuss their favorite comic books, graphic novels, manga, and more. Go to bfopnetwork.com for more info, or find me on your favorite podcatcher. I'll see you there.